Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local Podcast. I'm Debbie Monterey with the local news you need from the KMOX newsroom for Monday, July 17th. We could see more showers and thunderstorms resume here as we get into the afternoon and evening, especially from I-70 southward, I think has the best chance. Again, more flooding downpours and maybe some gusty winds and hail and all of that. We'll keep an eye on these showers and thunderstorm chances again coming into the picture tomorrow afternoon and evening as well. That's a look at the weather. Now look at the rest of the day's news. Into the studio we go with Debbie Monterey and Tom Ackerman. Dean, thank you. 11,000 now without power, according to Ameren, Missouri. Here's Division Manager Tommy Budget with the latest that consisted of heavy rain and high winds i would like to reaffirm to all our customers that we still have crews heavily engaged in restoration efforts Ameren, illinois has only a couple hundred without power some in north st louis county are dealing with power outages that have lingered since late friday afternoon fox 2 spoke with andre hill about his situation it is frustrating uh like, we got to figure out how we got to replace food. Stuff ain't cheap these days. In the Metro East, Laura Obel of Fairview Heights couldn't believe the storm she witnessed. You couldn't hardly even see. I mean, the, the rain and the wind all wrapped up together just, you know, and then the trees. It's like, wow, I've never seen anything like that before. And I've been here a little over 20 years. New census figures show St. Louis, the entire region, not just the city, continues to lose a significant number of people. And we know now it's white and black families who are packing up, moving vans, and heading out the most. The children of those families will grow up in a different city and could lose their St. Louis connection. Something's happening to the social fabric of the city where where everybody's leaving. SLU sociology professor Dr. Ness Sandoval on the city. The largest decline in the city of St. Louis over the past two years is from the black population followed by the white population. In fact, the only group to show any increase in the city, Hispanics, but that was only up by two. Then the county is losing more white people than any group. 15,000 decline over the past two years is pretty significant. These demographic losses put St. Louis in a very small group, Dr. Sandoval says, and he fears if crime doesn't improve and there aren't more jobs and better schools, there could be more. Michael Calhoun, KMOX News. There's a key vote this week to restrict open carry for youngsters with guns in the city. The entire board seems to be on the same page about Board Bill 29. I am in a different place where I was when we had that first committee hearing. And I will be supporting the board bill and thank you for your leadership. I'll be supportive of this today, and I am a co-sponsor of it. I've heard so many people speak in uh, favor of The bill allows police to stop and ask gun carriers for their CCW paperwork. If they are not legally carrying, the gun is confiscated and cross-referenced through a database to see if it was used in any crimes. Alderwoman Kara Spencer, the bill's sponsor, says it's not a be-all, end-all. This is not the solution to gun violence. This is not going to overnight address the violence in our communities, but it is a tool. Uh, it is a path forward. It is a way to say we don't want the open carrying of firearms in our neighborhoods and our cities. The board voted unanimously Friday to move it to its third and final reading this Thursday. If it passes, it will be sent to Mayor Tashar Jones. The mayor has not indicated whether she's in favor of this bill just yet. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. And our Maria Kina tells us there's other legislation introduced by Alderman Rasheen Aldridge. And that requires police officers to provide a business card when attempting to search someone or their belongings. It also gives them the right to refuse. Alderman Aldridge says it's a card that officers already carry. One thing that we're adding to the business card on top of their name, their uh, badge number, 
Um, email and a phone number is on the back of that card is the COB information, the civilian oversight information. So at any point during that search, if a person felt like their rights was violated, they can either make a complaint to COB. Some aldermen wanted citizens to be able to make compliments as well, but Aldridge says that was not the spirit of the bill. However, they can now. But Alderman Tom Oldenburg says the bill is being rushed. But I do want to publicly thank the aldermen of the 4th, the 5th, the 9th, the 11th, and the 13th for last week. Voting no or abstaining so there weren't enough votes to suspend the rules on this. Those folks are the true champions here of slowing down what was very rushed legislation. Alderwoman Kara Spencer, the sponsor of the open carry restriction bill, backs Aldridge's bill and calls it a step in the right direction in building trust with the community. Maria. Akina, KMOX News. Rockford Beach reopens this morning at 8 after being shut down for another weekend. The beach has large, sometimes unruly crowds, illegally parked cars, even had a drowning. County Executive Dennis Gannon is working with the Parks Department and first responders on a plan to keep the park open over the summer. From the KMOX business desk, it's a first for Commerce Bank signing a Mizzou Tigers football player to do endorsements. Wide receiver Luther Burden III has already signed deals with old Vienna of St. Louis potato chips and personal injury firm Kaufman Townsley for commerce. Burden will share online posts about being a Commerce Bank customer and helpful tips for those new to banking. Burden is a sophomore out of East St. Louis High School who says he loves St. Louis and wants to set a good example. He also wants to share what he learns from commerce about managing money and growing his credit. This is probably the largest public infrastructure project in the history of Missouri. That would be the repair and expansion of Interstate 70 to six lanes and the plan to do the same for Interstate 44. Morgan Mundell with Missourians for Transportation Investment says it's been talked about for 30 years, but now finally the funding and planning is in place. What we're hoping is, is that by the time uh, I-70 is done, we'll have I-44 shovel ready and we can just move from 70 and get to work on I-44 as well. Governor Parson approved $2.8 billion for the I-70 plan. Mundell says it's also an economic boon for the workers and the communities in which they're building. I'm Debbie Monterey. The STL All Local Podcast is produced by the KMOX News Team. Find all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.